From the Arizona Medical Association, I'm Shelby Job, joined by Thomas Kushner, and this is Arma On Call. Today is Friday, February 3rd, 2023, and here's exactly what happened in medicine this week. President Biden says it's time to end the COVID-19 public health emergency on May 11th, 2023. But don't celebrate just yet. The ending of the pandemic will lead to a formal restructuring of the COVID-19 response, meaning government agencies will adjust to handle the issue as an endemic. The timing by the president is no surprise as Congress failed to pass an updated funding package for COVID-19 relief. Some are fearing the public response as ending the pandemic emergency will mean an end to free test kits and COVID-19 vaccines. Even Pfizer has indicated charging as much as $130 per dose of its primary vaccine and booster, which will put those without insurance in a bind. Biden's administration commented that ending the pandemic is not a signal to the American people to end good health practices. And even more changes on the horizon as the FDA drafted new guidelines for facilitating blood donations from homosexual men. Currently, men who have sex with men are asked to submit to a three-month abstinence period before donating blood. Now, to add some context to this story, in the 1980s, the U.S. joined many countries in restricting gay and bisexual men from donating blood due to fear of spreading the AIDS virus. And in 2015, the FDA adjusted that lifetime ban from donating blood to a one-year abstinence requirement. The most recent change in this rule came in 2020, a time when blood donations plummeted, and it's remained untouched ever since. The proposed update to the guidelines from the FDA would shift the requirements away from groups and focus on the individual donor's habits. The American Medical Association says they believe excluding gay and bisexual men is unnecessary and that modern technology is better equipped to detect illness in blood. There have been no documented issues associated with the 2020 rule change, and the FDA is confident in its ability to maintain safety in the blood supply. Up to 40 times more powerful than fentanyl is how an Axios report described the new synthetic opioid entering the illicit drug market. Nidazine is found in drugs made to look like fentanyl and heroin and can be lethal and cause severe withdrawal symptoms. This new drug arrives on the scene as government agencies are still scrambling to better understand the inclusion of animal tranquilizers in illicitly manufactured drugs, which we actually covered in a previous episode. To make matters more stressful, the CDC concluded that treating a nitazine overdose could require four doses of naloxone. This opioid reversal drug usually comes in a pack of two. Cities like Philadelphia, Tennessee, and cities in Ohio have identified nitazine in their street drugs and have already issued public alerts. And for our last update for physicians, the FDA announced it is withdrawing its emergency use authorization of Evasheld as a prevention tool for COVID-19. The FDA reports that Evasheld is not effective against several Omicron subvariants, and according to the CDC, Omicron subvariants make up approximately 90% of cases in the U.S. This means that Evasheld is not expected to provide protection against developing COVID-19 if exposed to those variants. 
Providers are recommended to seek other options when treating COVID-19 exposure. And with that, we conclude the update on Medicine This Week. Medicine This Week is part and parcel of the Arizona Medical Association's podcast, ARMA On Call. If you are not an ARMA member, you can gain access to our extended print version of Medicine This Week, which is published every Friday by signing up for membership today. Just head to azmed.org to learn more. Be sure to subscribe to Arm On Call and please share this episode with a friend. We'll catch you next Friday.